Hi, friends, and welcome back to With Great People, the podcast for high-performance teams. I'm Richard Kasparowski. Our special guest today is Luke Holman. So I know Luke as first as the creator of Innovation Games and as a super inspirational keynote speaker. I also know him as a person who figured out how to do grassroots collaborative decision-making at really, really large scale, like at the scale of a city of a million people. To support this podcast, visit my website, kasparowski.com. Hey, Luke, it's so good to see you, my friend. It's so great to see you. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, is there anything else? I'm sure there's, we're, we're going to talk about the stuff I just introduced you uh, as, and I'm sure there's, 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 there's more. What else could we say about, about you? How, how else would you introduce yourself? Oh, well, I'm a husband, I'm a father, uh, I am a geek, uh, have, <laughs> which, and I'm an extroverted geek, uh, geek, which means I look at your shoes when I'm talking to you. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, and I love what we do. I, I think um, even when people may or may not agree with me on some of my thoughts, I think where we come together is people know how much I love what we do. And how committed I am to this field that we call agile, and and how much I love it. Yeah, yeah, and I, th I think this is part of part of part of why we're friends. I don't know if it's like charisma, or I, I just decided I like you. You just decided you liked me. I don't know what it was, but That's it's this. Point, isn't it? it's like I this. mean, <laughs> my kids have a joke with me, right? They'll say they'll say, "Dad, why do you love mom?" And I smile and I say, "Well, if you give a reason, it's not love, is it?" <laughs> see it's perfect just just that <laughs> so this podcast we, we were chatting before we started uh recording the episode this this podcast is about teams you just mentioned one of your teams or a couple of your teams your family your kids your wife um i like to ask guests about the best team that they've ever been a part of in their life Right, so this could be oh, a team, any group of two or more people aligned with shared goals. This could be a work team, a not work team, like like your wife and kids, uh, a temporary team, like like some of the things uh, we've done together, like the the San Jose budget games. That was a, a temporary team, uh, sports team, music music group, anything. What's the best team that you've ever been a part of in your life? And I have to admit to everyone that question really stumps me because. I've been a part of so many wonderful teams that it's hard to actually assert that any one of them was the best because it's kind of like Jerry Weinberg and quality attributes. What, what, is, what is the attribute that you would define? If, if you would define longevity, then the best team I've ever been a part of is my best friend, Dan O'Leary. And he was the and you remember meeting Dan, he was the chief technology officer at uh, Innovation Games in Centennial. And but we what most people don't know is Dan and I started to work together at Electronic Data Systems in 1986. So uh, we we've been together for a, a, a very long time uh, doing various things. Um, if we defined uh, the team as uh, the best work team I was a part of where we accomplished like these amazing goals, it would be, one of them would be Dan was a great team, just me and him, but others would be at Electronic Data Systems or at a company called Object Space, where I ran training and in, in, um, uh, for, for a consulting firm. And we had a great set of trainers. 
Uh, other teams were at um, Origin Systems, which was a the world's first data warehouse for patent portfolio data. Uh, and I, I, that was an amazing team. So like there's this, this, this stream of teams. When I was on the safe, um, I, I, I was uh, uh, on the safe framework team. So the, the safe framework is not written by Dean. It's written by a group of people. Dean's the chief methodologist and he, he kind of serves a conceptually uh, unifying role for all the opinions. But the, the five people on the safe framework team was just extraordinary uh, teamwork and and uh, so there's so many best teams ever. I'll give you the analogy that I'm thinking in my mind right now is I do a lot of work with data. Um, I am a, a geek and I, uh, my, my kind of area is data modeling and data warehousing and things like that. And when you look at data, there are attributes of quality, right? There's timeliness, precision, accuracy, breadth, depth, perishability, or, or that which, which is often associated with timeliness. And so we pay, for example, for speed and high-speed stock trading data. And in our credit scores, we pay for accuracy. So well, what, which is the best data? I don't know. What, what, what's the purpose? <laughs> um, but no, I've been a part of fantastic teams. And um, I lots of fantastic teams over the years. I would say that I don't remember the bad teams very much. And the reason why is because I don't put up with that crap. And I never have when it was a when it was a bad team. I do remember one bad team that was awful. Um, and I was on it for four months. And I was like, I'm out of here. This is this is this is dumb. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> All right. I, I, I want us to, to, to dive into at least one of these teams and and start to start to start to I don't know. Share share some of the characteristics of one of these teams. So, you don't you don't have to tell me. You're, you're gonna eventually tell me which team we're talking about. Um, think well, of, think of one of these. About, why don't we talk about the um, the the current team I have right now at First Root, okay. um, which Perfect. I think is pretty special. So, what is, what what is First Root? Yeah. So, what we're doing at First Root is we're taking the concept of participatory budgeting, which we've used it as you pointed out at city scale to help citizens or residents of a city set the city budget, we've used it at uh, large enterprises uh, to help set portfolio budgets, companies like BMW or Salesforce or whatever. And I started doing it in schools, walking up to schools with real money put into the hands of kids. And from there, supporting those kids as they decide how to spend that money to make their school better. And in the process, teaching them financial literacy, teaching them design thinking, and giving them what they desperately need and what our society desperately needs, which is a positive civic experience, an invitation to democracy itself in a way that's meaningful. Because our democracy is, is hurting right now. And I feel compelled to do what I can to try and help heal it. Um, so... We've got a, a, a team at, at First Root. And so I think one of the things that we've that helps us create that great team is we've got a, a, an inspiring commitment vision, um, meaning even the developers who are on the team or who, who are the people in the company who aren't parents, they care about kids 
And you don't have to be a parent to care about kids, right? You just have to be a person. I don't know. You have to have a soul. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we have a big goal and that big goal is inspiring because we disagree. And, and when, when there's disagreements and frictions as there always is, you have a mechanism that pulls you together, which is bigger than you. You can point to something instead of pointing to each other or at each other, you can both point to the same thing in, in the future. Yep. And that helps a lot. <laughs> All right. This sounds awesome. Um, as, as you think about this team, uh, you, you know, pe- people who are, who are watching, people will also be listening without video. Uh, people who are watching, we, we can see your face and the energy as, as you talk about it. What, it c- what does it feel like within you? As you, as you think about working with this this group, and uh, is there is there what, what word would you use to describe that sensation within you? Um, the word that the, the sensation that that feeling, um, you you feel anticipation of 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 what the day will bring. Um, my I, my wife, we've been married now twenty three years, and um, I remember. Uh, I don't know, a few years ago, we were joking with some friends at a dinner party and I said something like, I don't know, did your wife hit you in the middle of the night? And they start laughing. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll, I'll be sleeping in the middle of the night and I'll, and I'll, and I'll feel her like, kind of like not hit me hard, but she like, she like taps me. And I'm like, I'm like, what did I do wrong? And, and then she says to our friends, she says, I'm not hitting him. I'm wondering if he's still in bed because when he gets excited about his work, he waits until I fall asleep and then he slips out of bed to go back to work and he doesn't think I notice. And then I roll over and he's not there and I'm upset with him. And so we start laughing. But I think it's that that sense of of excitement that you that you are choosing to do this thing with these people. And choice is really important to me. I I believe I I completely, and for all the people who are listening, I generally reject the idea that, especially if you're in our field, like if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're an agilist. If you're an agilist, you're probably capable of getting a job somewhere. So I completely reject the idea that people have crappy jobs. If you have a crappy job, leave. Like, for, like seriously, just get a new job. You can find one with remote work and, and things like that. And so... I, I believe that teams are voluntary choices, right? You're, we're all playing games. And in game theory, one of the highlights of game theory is that it's a voluntary choice to achieve the obstacle. If you don't like the game you're playing, play a different game, right? And there's plenty of them. And so what happens to me is I love the game we're playing so much that I just want to keep playing. <laughs> yeah, some people talk about... Uh what are you so excited about that it would get you out of bed in the morning? And you're like, I'm so excited about it. I can't wait until the morning. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait until the morning. I, I, well, today I had my alarm set at six and I woke up at five and I'm like, Oh, I yeah. guess I'm <laughs> and here we are. It's like, it's like late morning, my time zone. And, and to me, it's super early where you are. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been awake for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, th- this awesome team at First Root and this idea of uh, anticipating, anticipation of what the day will bring. Um, 
how, how do you know it's a great team? What are, what are the subjective sen- senses of this team? How, how, what goes into it? Yeah, what, how do you know it's a great team? Well, I mean, one is I just, I know it's a great team because I said it was and I believe it is. And so, so it, 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 it's great because I said it was great. And I, and it is subjective. I mean, I mean, to the outside world, we could be stupid and crappy, but to us, we love it. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's, I think there are behaviors that I like. I think in my career, I've had some really wonderful experiences. I, I spent 10 years of my career working at electronic data systems which was founded by uh, every uh, from the history of computer science, a guy named Ross Perot, and it was very successful. But I learned so much about ethics and integrity, and 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 being true to who you are, and saying what you say, and and following through. Um, over the years, I've had different options. I worked uh, for an Israeli security firm, and so from Israelis, I learned just how you can communicate so directly without being rude. Just actually like, here's like, like here's how you see things and you're not rude, but it's pretty candid. Um, uh, uh, it's not harmful. It's not hurtful. It's just direct. And I think that those are all attributes of teamwork that I really respect. And, and things that I've learned over the years as I've gotten older, like I'm better at rooting out is, um, um, passive aggressive behavior or not saying what you mean or um, uh, not having, not taking feedback as it's given, which is a gift. Um, uh, so those are all things that really matter to me. All right. All right. Now, how, how about objectively, some, 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 some things that people outside of the team could observe? Uh, so objectively, how was First Street a great team? Yeah, uh, we built beautiful software. I mean, it's beautiful. And I think that it's, it, I'm going to go a little bit into philosophy and Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, uh, uh, which is a really critical book that all good developers should read. But Persig talks about intrinsic and extrinsic quality. And so objectively, we believe that you would say that we're a great team because our software works. It has low bug counts. It's beautifully designed. We ship. We have some really cool stuff that people talk about. Like we, you know, we have our CI/CD pipeline, and I'm proud that the team has crafted a pipeline. Uh, we use Flutter for our client technology, and Flutter creates cross-platform solution, cross-platform solutions. What's really cool is our pipeline will drop all our targets in every build. So our Android, our iOS, our web targets are built every time. It's run through our CI/CD pipeline. It's run through our tests. It's not that we're perfect, right? We, 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 I said low bug counts, not zero. Um, but uh, the team, when a bug is found in the field, as, as often is the case, because it's awfully hard to simulate every device that kids use to access software, um, they can jump on it. They can get it fixed. Um, so objectively, um, we, we have high degrees of empathy and feedback. Um, and then you wouldn't know it from the outside, but the, clo- but the code is pretty clean inside. So um, I think that those are objective measures. That's objective that, too. You can, you can measure code quality. Yeah, you can. So our McCabe scores are good and things like that. So um, I think that 
I think that objectively, um, uh, on certain attributes, now we're a product company, so eventually the objective measures will also have to include things like, well, are you profitable? <laughs> are you making profit? And how are you making profit? And is, is, it, is it a mechanism that works for society? And I, I think we're, we're on track with that. Nice. All right. And, and what are some of the concrete behaviors that you engage in together that, that lead to this being such a great team? Well, many times we make Agile more than it is. So I don't know if you've heard this one from me, but I'll, I'll give you this one. I'll give this to all the readers. I, I'll answer a question with a question. So play along with me and then you'll see where I'm going. So Richard, my friend Richard, when you go to the dentist, what does the dentist tell you as the practices for not getting cavities? What should you do? Oh, the dentist tells me. Sometimes, sometimes she asks me leading questions. And she asks me questions like, do you brush your teeth in the morning and at night? <laughs> do you floss your teeth at least once a day? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, so we know that brushing and flossing prevent or help prevent cavities and maybe not eating or drinking too much soda. And so then why do people get cavities? Oh, well, um, it must be because they don't have souls or something. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't brush and floss, right? So, so I'm no longer interested in like going through the, how do we write and develop good agile software? I don't know. We decompose epics into features and we decompose features into stories and we organize our work so that we can get to a definition of done or done done. We have tests and we have code quality. So to me, a lot of like agile is associated with brushing and flossing. Like, it's just discipline. Yeah, okay, okay. It's, yeah, it's just, very me mechanical. Yeah, discipline. Learning the habit and, 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 and buying into the habit because uh, there's, a, there's a wonderful little book that if people haven't read, it's called The Compound Effect. And the author talks about how compounding isn't just financial, although it is financial. It's in all areas of life, you can have these compounding effects. And I think we've all been part of software systems where the teams have adopted these behaviors and then they realize just how beneficial they are. And then you get this compounding effect of like, wow, if we all just keep writing tests, then it's not a big deal. But at the end of the uh, sprint, we've made a little bit of it better and at the end of the month and at the end of this quarter like wow we have this really high quality thing that that is so these concrete behaviors so going into concrete behaviors it's it's the stuff that we talk about we have a definition of done we have acceptance tests we have user testing we have personas we have and people can find those things on our uh, on about first route right you can just go to firstroot.co slash UX dash artifacts. And you can see our personas. You can see our stories. Uh, and, oh, and by the way, if this is a Luke thing. It's not necessarily an Agile thing. Before there's a user story, there's an actual story. So we write our user experience as graphic novels. And I love, because I love comics. Um, so we, we actually have our, our story as a graphic novel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it published? I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. Firstroot.co, UX artifacts. All right, yeah. I got to see it. Yeah, it's great. So those are the concrete behaviors. Like there's, there's you, you asked for a few of them, but I think that there's a, there's several of them, right? We have a DSU, we have the sprint review, we have a sprint planning, 
we we try to make sure that all the work is exposed into the backlog so we don't have what I call a black log, which is hidden work. Um, <laughs> That's cute. Um, and we have a dream log, which is our aspirations. So we, I always think there's three logs, right? There's your backlog, black log, and dream log. Um, and two of them are good and one of them not so good. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> how about, how about advice for listeners and viewers? What, what can they do to reproduce first roots success, this team's success? Make sure everyone is there by choice. If you don't, if you, I mean, we just had a server, one of our server team members contacted me and he, and then this was a couple of weeks ago. He said, Hey Luke, I'm going to be leaving for sure. And I'm like, that's, that's great. Eduardo, where are you going? He's like, Oh, you're not upset. I'm like, no, life's too short not to do work you love. Where are you going? He's like, Oh, my best friend just started a company and he recruited me and he's giving me a ton of equity and it, and I really want to work with him. And I'm like, Eduardo, why wouldn't I be happy for you? Anything but happy for you. And so I, I, my advice for listeners is, is just make sure everyone's there by choice. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, Perfect. yeah, they need a salary. Pay them fairly. How's that? Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's really hard. Pay people yeah. fairly. Oh, God, that's tricky advice. <laughs> I don't know what fair is. Okay, go online. Do a salary comparison for the job you're hiring for. Start there. <laughs> oh dear, Luke, you'd be surprised. This is this is really good advice, and, and this is new for some not 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 our listeners and viewers. There, they know this. <laughs> yeah, they know this. Anyone who listens to you would know this. They know. This. <laughs> but, um, what else could we add on? Is there anything else you want to add? The anything else about the work at First Root? Anything else that that you're excited about and want to share? What else is happening? Well, I do believe that. Uh, we work best at the edge of finding a way to push yourself and um, a sense of wonder, a sense of learning, a, a sense of, of something that you have to do better. And so I periodically will sit down and write down what I think we're doing well. And, and, and of course, this is part of reflection, but reflection also is personal reflection and retrospective. So I'll write down what I think we're doing well, and then I'll write down like, like where can where can we push ourselves, and where where can I uh, do better? So I, I think that 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 anything else to add is um, you should be happy with who you are, and then you should be in a sense of wonder for who you can be. That's such a great sentence. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a podcast title there. <laughs> Well, cool. I think it's too long. Right? Be surprised. We got we got to tweak those SEO scores. Much better words. By the way, that's one of my learnings. I, 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 one of the areas where I've really learned is modern modern um, telemetry and marketing. In the past, I really thought that when we were building our telemetry and our systems, it was more about like because I'm a geek. I'm like. I need server logs to tune my performance and the scale, all right? And then you start to realize, wait a minute, I can use those server logs to figure out where people are using features and where they're struggling and where they're, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And so, so I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've been having a lot of fun exploring um, event streams and, and uh, 
realizing how much you can do with telemetry and then the interaction with modern marketing systems and modern modern uh, personalization systems it's it's kind of cool it's so cool <laughs> it's so cool it's so cool <laughs> Uh, hey, how, how could people get in touch with you if they wanted to, uh, if they wanted to share an idea or ask, ask, ask a question? Yeah, I'm, I'm distressingly easy to find. Uh, I do a hangout on LinkedIn. Um, so you can get me Luke, you know, let's search for a name, Luke Holman, or just go to first root, firstroot.co. Um, they can send email to luke.homan at firstroot.co. Um, but I'm pretty accessible. All right. Well, Luke Holman, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been super fun. It's always great reconnecting. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> my pleasure. And listeners and viewers, remember to support this podcast. Visit my website, kasparowski.com. <laughs>